Well, let's talk about this with uh, Labour MP Khalid Mahmoud, who joins us. Good morning, you, Khalid. Good morning, Julia. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, now, Rishi Sunak has pledged that political correctness will not stop a crackdown on grooming gangs. In particular, he wants to have this duty to report. So anyone who comes across who's in a particular, you know, a, a, a sort of role of, of carer, so social worker, police, teachers and others, once they become aware of any suspicion of uh, any sexual abuse or other abuse of children, they must speak out. They have a duty of care and they can be prosecuted if they do not. Um, is that going to solve the problem, Khalid? Well, I think partly, yes, it will solve the problem. But the real issue here is that for the last 13 years, we haven't put the resources in. We need to put more resources in to the police, uh, to the uh, community support officers, which don't exist anymore, hardly, uh, in my constituency. We want more of them back on the streets so to understand what's going on in which community and sort it out and get it done. They're the eyes and ears uh, of our police. And now the Prime Minister is saying, let's get the NCA in. He wants to get the NCA on the uh, uh, refugees coming over. He wants to do everything with the NCA. Where's the money for this? Let's not just... That's the National Crime thing. Agency. Okay, so you're yeah. saying it's about resources. and now. We, we, I'm going to be speaking later in the show to people like Maggie Oliver, who was a detective in Manchester Police uh, and, and so sort of helped expose the Rochdale grooming gangs. Um, everyone knew about it. It wasn't that they didn't have eyes and ears. They all knew about it. They just didn't act. You know as well as I, and I know you know, you're basically saying, look, it's, Tories have taken away a load of funding. A lot of this happened long before the Tories were in power. But also, crucially, a lot of this happened, the vast majority of these cases happened, under Labour councils. And it was, you know, Labour councils, who, who, who social workers and whose teachers could see what was going on, who were doing absolutely nothing about this. It was Labour councils that were concerned about the political correctness issue. And and you can't you can't go around arresting a load of British back Pakistani men who are grooming uh, teenage, white teenage girls because that will that will create race relation problems, community relation problems. So, I mean, a lot of us are going to be thinking, you know, a plague on all your houses, frankly. Well, look, basically, I in 2014, uh, I issued a huge two-page statement in the local newspaper condemning any form of grooming, uh, whether it's Pakistani, whether it's Indian. Well, yeah, I mean, who Canadian. doesn't? Oh, Has any EMP ever issued a statement saying, I'm all in favour of child what, grooming? What, what the Home Secretary was going on about this yesterday uh, on Sky is particularly wrong just to alienate one community to try and put this on their head. The vast number of people who do that are white British people. Uh, and I think that's what no. we need to look at. We need to get all of these people done with the first person who exposed this also, Julia, was of Pakistani origin, Afzal Nazir. Uh, oh, yes, Afzal, who did brilliant work. Now, I'm going to correct you on this. Work. I'm going to correct you on this because, the, look, the vast majority of people who are convicted of sex abuse of children in this country are white. That's because the vast majority of people in this country are white. Yes. Do I think that there is a bigger issue with sex abuse among people of particular you know, ethnicities, no or religions? No, I don't. I, 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 the key thing here is that these men were British Pakistani, the vast majority of them, and the reason they were the reason they were able to get away with it for so long, not even hiding in plain sight, they did it in plain sight, was because of their ethnicity and their religion. That that was why no one wanted to tackle it. It wasn't the reason necessarily they were doing it. It was the fact that no one would tackle it, which is why it was able to go on for so long. Plus also, you, and you know there are, there are some issues here in terms of these men from you, yourself born in Kashmir, you know yourself, obviously, but, but P British Pakistani men of a certain age, a certain background, who just viewed white working class girls as, you know, they were sluts, they were slags, they didn't matter. They didn't matter as much as girls from their community.
had a case in Birmingham where they were abusing a Pakistani wo uh, young woman just turned 18 uh, and did that deliberately. So these animals don't see anybody, don't see a color. They see what they can abuse. And that's why these people should be put away and there should be no protection by anybody, any local authority, any official or any officer of the, of the West Mid of, of any police force either. So I think that's important that we get that across. I did that in 2014 and I continue to do that all the time because there should be no hiding no, place but, but, but that, for look, any of these Khalid, uh, abhorrent what, criminals. Khalid, what you're saying is completely fine. Everyone agree, but who... What right-minded person wouldn't agree with every single word? What we've got is an issue, though, is that we've got perfectly, I'm assuming, perfectly normal, good people who are becoming aware that there are, you know, you're working in A&E, you've got a 14-year-old turning up with a 50-year-old boyfriend, in inverted commas, um, and uh, you've clearly had drugs and drink and you're pregnant again, and, 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 and you're dismissed as, a, as, frankly, a slut or a prostitute... Um, as opposed to a victim... No, let me finish. As a victim of crime. You've got girls being taken out of care homes for this. You've got, you've got um, police just, like, basically, you know, saying that the girls are the problem, the girls have chosen this life uh, as opposed to being victims. You know, so we've got, I would assume, perfectly good people in all of these jobs who did nothing for years and years. And what we need to identify is why they did nothing and it seems to me the the home secretary has put the you know put her finger on the pulse on this as previous reports baroness alexis jay and others have made it clear it was about political correctness so is the measure that to basically say you have a duty of care and if you if you're in a position as a teacher a social worker police officer and you are aware of these crimes and you don't do anything you don't report this that you yourself would be prosecuted would you agree with that I totally agree that that should have been the case in the first instance. Uh, and for people to allow continuously to do this is absolutely abhorrent. These people, whatever social structure they're on, feel that working uh, girls in terms of their working life backgrounds, uh, class, people yeah. at the bottom row, working class people, uh, do this, should be treated differently because they are working class, is absolutely abhorrent. And that shows sometimes the inbuilt discrimination by people at a different starter uh, within the indigenous community, within the white community, who think that they're perhaps not worth uh, supporting in the way that they should be. And I think that's all wrong. We should do that. Look, you have a prevent uh, at the moment a responsibility for all schools. If anybody seems to be radicalized, you should deal with that, right? But where, where, where the Home Secretary is wrong, there's a big report that's just come out with the Sikh Women Network, uh, who put out a huge issue. Uh, in relation to that. There are lots of other communities as well, and that's not being dealt with at all. So where's her looking at all this issue on an unbiased situation? Let's not have the, the, the fire-touch politics that she's good at is just picking on one community. Let's pick on all of these people and let's put them away, put a duty on people and let's do it yeah, with it. Of course we should pick on all of these people, but the whole point was because of their ethnicity, because of their religion, they weren't tackled. They were allowed to get away with it because because you know, no one wanted... Mm, it's all a bit too difficult. Well, just let a bunch of teenage girls get raped and abused and drugged because we have, it makes us uncomfortable and we don't expose it. This is a specific issue to British Pakistani men, and, and, and to pretend that it's not, I'm not saying sex abuses, the grooming gangs is a specific British Pakistani man issue. There are lots of other uh, grooming gangs as well. And I are there? Where, where are those cases coming yes, to court? Yes, there are. There are white grooming gangs. Uh, we've had them sentenced, uh, and they, they've been charged for, for those sort of activities. There are Lithuanians, there are Bengalis, 
there are Indian grooming gangs, uh, and the Home Secretary needs to look at a report in 2020, I believe, okay. uh, that came out and said all this, and she hasn't done that. And that's the problem, is that we should put all people away. And the fact is that it took a Pakistani uh, Crown Prosecution yes. Prosecutor to be able to put that away, and that's good for him to do that, because what we need to do is tell the middle-class white work people in this position to say, it's not acceptable for you to let these people off. Let us all get together and get rid of this heinous crime that exists. Do you think it's also crucial that um, this idea of having special units that will go into police forces and deal with this, who are who are specialists in this, who can spot the signs, who can who know the best routes of, you know, of, of dealing with this. So you've got, in the same way that we've got, you know, specialists in dealing with rape and specialists in dealing with child abuse, they, they, they are specifically expert in dealing with grooming gangs. Well, look, this is another, again, a statement uh, before the local elections uh, by the Prime Minister and the Home Secretary. Let's see the money going into these resources. Let's see how they deal with it, and then we'll judge that, because they haven't so far dealt with all the other statements they've made in terms of putting the money in and resolving those issues. When 13 years ago, you cut all the police force, uh, half of the police force, 20,000 people off the police force down, you cut half the border agency, you cut the National Health Service, you cut the social services. When you do all that, then you will have a smaller state to work with, and that's what the problem is. Okay, can I ask you just finally, actually, big delays at Dover over the weekend, I mean, up to sort of 16 hours for some uh, kids on coaches heading over for their Easter holidays. Swella Bravman, the Home Secretary, uh, has said that Brexit isn't the reason why this has happened. Uh, Dover port authorities are, are saying that it is certainly a big part of the problem. What do you think the issue is? Well, come on, let's call a spade a spade, and it is part of the problem. It is a real part of the problem. She needs to deal with this and look at this. She should be prepared for this and put additional uh, people to deal with this. When you keep cutting border for agency people uh, away and then expect the same service to be delivered, we have got now more checking because of Brexit. Three years ago, we came out. Every individual person has got to be checked. So that is directly... But what's that got to do with the Swella Braverman? She's not in charge of, of French border officials. French border officials are going to be a law unto themselves and all the French border authorities. It, it, this is fundamentally the French... You, you this, this is, is the, the French... This is the French being bloody-minded and choosing to make life difficult for British holidaymakers, isn't it? If they wanted to make us welcome, they wanted to make it easy, they would provide more staff to man those booths. Well, their argument is you've left the you, you left yes. the European Union. Why should we pay uh, to support you? You should, if you wanted to do that, come in, give us the money, and we will put additional people on. We, and that's that's what the issue is. Simple as that. And it is Brexit, uh, and that's where the problem is. Okay. Whether we like it or not, that's the way see, they but, see it. But it's not a problem with Brexit. It's a problem with how the rules and how the, the organisation is uh, is adapted to. If you know that if you know that there are going to have to be stamps on every passport and you know that there are going to be millions of people travelling in one weekend because Easter holidays, you put on extra stuff. I mean, the supermarkets yeah. aren't surprised when, when there are extra people turning up, you know, ahead of Christmas. Um, loads and loads of, you know, bars, people who run bars and restaurants aren't surprised that people want to go out on a Saturday night. Why are our port authorities, either on the British side or the French side, absolutely, completely startled every single time that we have a school holiday? Well, the, the whole issue, we've got Brexit done. Let's now support the Brexit in order to make it work. And the problem is, our government continues to forget the decision that we've taken and we need to move forward and deliver that Brexit. And what we're not doing, Julia, is delivering that. And that's I don't even know what any of those platitudes meant. 
Well, you don't know what we're not delivering the Brexit? Yeah, what do you mean? You don't understand You don't understand a million vacancies that are needed? You don't understand the reason if we don't work together with the French to have border posts across... We are working uh, together with the French. The, well, we're not, obviously not. We have, we have we mass plan, immigration to this country. Yeah, we didn't, Julia, we, we didn't plan this. Uh, we didn't plan this with the, with the French authorities. And they said, fine, we'll carry on the way we're doing. And those are the issues. You've got to talk now. Where before we didn't need to talk to our European neighbours. Now we have to. And that's the problem. Well, if you say so, Kelly Mahmood, Calabro MP for Birmingham Perry Bar. Always good to speak to you, sir.